This is Sound and Season. It's Monday, the 16th day of Advent. Our scripture for the day comes from Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore, from the rising of the sun to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our reflection for the day comes from the 16th century French pastor and reformer John Calvin and his commentary on the Psalms. The prophet strengthens his position for the celebration of God's praises by contrasting the height of his glory and power with his unbounded goodness. Not that his goodness can be separated from his glory, but this distinction is made out of regard to men who would not be able to endure his majesty were he not kindly to humble himself and gently and kindly draw us toward him. The amount is that God's dwelling above the heavens at such a distance from us does not prevent him from showing himself to be near at hand and plainly providing for our welfare. And in saying that God is exalted above the heavens, he magnifies his mercy toward men whose condition is mean and despicable and informs us that he might righteously hold even angels in contempt, were it not that, moved by paternal regard, he condescends to take them under his care. If in regard to angels he humbled himself, what is to be said in regard to men? Is it asked whether or not God fills heaven and earth? The answer is obvious. The words of the prophet simply mean that God may trample the noblest of his creatures under his feet, or rather that by reason of their infinite distance, he may entirely disregard them. In short, we must conclude that it is not from our proximity to him, but from his own free choice that he condescends to make us the objects of his peculiar care. Lord, hear our prayer, and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Father, today help us to consider what you have accomplished in bringing us new life in Jesus. The psalmist offers a beautiful picture of what this new life means. You, O Lord, have raised the poor in spirit out of the dust and set us in the place of royalty. You have taken us out of death and seated us in life with the King of glory. What we needed more than anything else in all of creation, reconciliation with you, it was accomplished by Jesus. And it found its beginning in his manger in Bethlehem, where the King of kings was pleased to dwell in your fullness. 
Today we join our voices with that of the psalmist and also the voices of all the saints of Christ across space and time, saying, Praise the Lord, for the name of the Lord is to be praised. O Lord, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen.